0: Lo talk radio hi everybody. this is Jim Mitchell and as uh host of your Home Buying Compass. I should have at my fingertips the number of episodes we have done. I don't. I come in unprepared in that regard, but I can tell you we uh, we had a full year of conversations with realtor David Schwaby during twenty twenty two, covering a lot of topics. And we intend to do the same here in twenty twenty three. And uh, we're going to start by kind of recapping and getting a, a set on where the market is at right now. And, David, first of all, thank you month after month for making time to be a part of this podcast. You've shared a lot of great information. I'm looking forward to another year of it.
1: Yeah, uh, thanks, Jim. It's I think we have a lot of good episodes out there if people want to go back and listen to them. And certainly we will be keeping you informed on the market in 2023.
0: And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today as we sit here in early January but first of all take us back to 2022 um, a lot of different things happening in the market how would you kind of recap the year we just had
1: sure so uh, last year uh, it's interesting because you listen to the news and the different blogs and everything but here's what I'll tell you locally and I'm the stats I'm going to throw out today are for Arlington Heights but they're very similar to the rest of the Northwest area um, okay. 2022 we finished up Five point six percent in value and it's interesting because a lot of people think that's not the case because what happened jim is that april may june the market spiked quite a bit and then we settled back down but net net we were up five point six percent so there was a little inter-year uh, spike and in come back but we still were up five point six percent over the previous year in, in value and median price value um and then also um which is this is where it comes in to play where the uh people get confused. The volume was down twenty 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 one percent in the area. So when people say the market's down, well, the volume is down, but the average average home buyer or seller doesn't really care about the volume, right? The only people who care about volume is probably the mortgage people and the realtors um, and the economists, of course. But <laughs> but it doesn't matter. You're buying your house or selling your house. You care about the value, and it doesn't matter if uh, there's twenty houses sold in the neighborhood or ten, right?
0: Um, Well, it's interesting when, as you say, you can look at those numbers different ways, value versus inventory, and um, you've talked about that in the past. We'll talk about both today. Um, As you glance at 2023, um, we'll get into some specifics, but just high level. Um, As a realtor, I know you hope to have your organization grow. Are you looking for 2023 to be a a positive year? Absolutely. So 2023...
1: Uh, from a high level, the economists um, and NAR, National Associate Realtors, are saying that the pricing uh, nationwide median will be up 1% and the volume will be down 7%. So on a high level, we're going to see how uh, across the country, uh, prices stabilize and um, and the volume is a little bit down. But but in our area, we're growing. We're adding people to our team and uh, everyone on our team's volume is growing so we expect it to be a, a record year for us in 2023.
0: Yeah, talk to us a little bit about inventory. Um, obviously, Arlington Heights is such a popular community, and, and surrounding communities uh, uh, are as well. Um, once you're in Arlington Heights, I think the theme is you. if you're moving, you still want to move within the community. Um, do you expect that Arlington Heights will sort of follow the national norm in terms of inventory, or might things be even a little tighter around here?
1: So that's interesting. So I did a little back research on inventory for, you know, a, a appointment I had the other day. And here's what I'll say. Uh, just to give you some large numbers to see what we're talking about. Okay, mm-hmm. so the stats I have go back to 2008, and, and I've been in this 20 years, so let's just assume that um, <laughs> they were very similar. But um, in May of, of 2018, that was the largest inventory. That, if you recall, the market was really soft, and I think we had over 1,000 homes for sale in Arlington Heights in 20, 2008. Um, but people say about 2022, by the way, was the lowest inventory like we've ever seen. And as far as the 20 years I've been in business, in January of 2022, there were 94 homes for sale in Arlington Heights. Okay, remember I just said there's over a thousand in yeah. 2008. Okay. Um, and, and let's just to put it in perspective, the lowest before pre-COVID, the lowest was 234 homes. So we're less than half of that last year, right? Okay, mm-hmm. December of 2022, again, just to give you a low line, we are down to 59 homes. That's nothing. So so yeah. even if the demand oh. is a little bit on the low side, there's zero inventory. So so we're actually starting out even lower this year in inventory than last year. So do I think inventory is in tight? Yeah, and I think now is a great opportunity for sellers. They're thinking about selling. It's a great time to sell just from a supply and demand curve, we've been talking about this for a year. But I'm telling you, um, it's still a great opportunity to uh, to get out of the market if you want to want to get a household.
0: So let's talk about that then, because it, it, the flip side of inventory is price, and as you said, price, uh, median price was up last year and projects to be up this year. If it's a tight market, does that mean a seller is more than likely going to get top dollar when they sell?
1: Yeah. So so the what we're seeing is because of the interest rates rising, we are seeing the buyers being a little more conservative, but because of the shortage of inventory, that's pressuring the price. So right now, I'll give you an example. You know, we had a house that was for sale, and, and uh, we had some really low offers in December. And I said, no, we're, not, we're waiting. And all of a sudden, this last weekend, we had tremendous volume, tremendous uh, interest, and um, we ended up selling the house over the weekend because there's just, there's just nothing else to sell. So it is, it's, it's going to be a competition this year between the buyers being concerned about interest rates and the sellers, there's just no inventory. So the sellers can be a little more um, conservative in you know, holding their values. Now, I am not saying in any way that we should be overpricing these houses, and I'm not saying in any way that we should expect a 10% return this year, but, boy, if we had a house, our neighbor's house sold in November for 500000 I sure hope we're gonna get 500000 if you're the same house, you know, comparable. Got it.
0: Got it. Well, you, the other factor you mentioned here, is, as we're talking to David Schwabi of the Schwabi Group, uh, Compass Realty, um david always joins uh this podcast to lead to this conversation on the real estate market we're looking ahead to 2023 uh the factor you mentioned is, is interest rates and um you know that was a big story in 2022 a significant rise um how is that going to factor into what 2023 might look like so let's
1: let's face it so interest rates rising becomes affordability correct so mm-hmm. um what happened last year is the people who had their house on the market, when the rates went from four to six or three to six or even seven percentiles, high sevens, um, they were kind of in a situation where those buyers were like, wait a minute, our, our price just went up and the cost of living went up on the situation. But I think we have a fresh perspective. The buyers came out. I had an open house on Sunday, Jim. I had like 17 couples come through and um, on a house that's been on the market for a while. And I think the buyers coming in now are like, all right, I reset my expectation. This is my new rate. I might have to take 6% this year or 65 but um, I can buy it down. Or in two years, rates might be down at under 5 and I can refinance. And I think, I think the, uh, a buyer right now has to look at it and say, okay, if, if rates go down, I'm locking my price in on the house because the price values are continuing to go up. And if rates go down, I can refinance, save some money. But if I don't buy and the values go up in the house by 10% and the rates go up, then I'm in really big trouble. Um, but I but uh, talked to a mortgage person this morning, and the, the expectations are over the next six months to 24 months that we'll be, we'll be down another percentage point. Um, again, we don't know. Crazy things happen. We don't know where we're going with it, but that's yeah. what the, the economists are saying for now.
0: Now, you and I did an episode uh, last year uh, about people who choose to renovate their home to do an addition. Um, as we said, people in these communities, once, once they grow up here, once they live here, they don't want to leave. So rather than looking for a bigger house, they're going to take their current house and, and make it bigger. Does, does the market forecast that you're describing for 2023 lead you to believe that more people are going to invest in their current home in that regard?
1: I think that if you just kind of look at the whole scenario, that if there's a shortage of homes and it's not really easy to move, maybe some people might decide to do that. The issue is, is that, and always has been the problem, is once they go get that estimate for the renovation, they realize, wow. I mean, I thought, you know, I could buy another house for 100000 more, but this is going to cost me over 200000 to renovate. Um, and so I think that, um, those renovation costs are going to be a big influence on it and where the builders' um, costs are involved, right, because of the inflation mm-hmm. and costs. So I, I would expect that some people are going to probably certainly look at it more often, um, but once they do the research, they'll have to find out. And, again, it, it depends where they live and what they like. If they've got a house that's a block from downtown early Heights or downtown Mount Prospect or Palatine or in the, one of these train towns, and they love their location, love their neighbors, yes. And, and sometimes... Jim, it's not about affordability. It's about they just love their neighbors and their, their area they live in, and um, mm. so they do that renovation. So, so I think it it certainly gives them a reason to look at it because, let's be honest, if nothing comes for sale in their area, um, that that's the only option.
0: Well, there's there's different housing types in these communities, and uh, you referenced downtown, uh, the, the train line. There's uh, um, very vibrant downtowns with a lot of residential in them. Now we see a lot of condos, townhomes in various parts of these communities. When you talk about inventory, is it the same for single-family home, condo, townhomes? Is one going to be stronger than another, or are you just not sure how that might play out this year?
1: I think it's dependent a lot on the location, the town. Um, if you're downtown versus in the you know further out. So if you had a condo in downtown Mont Garden Heights. First um, is if you had one in Northern Arling Heights or maybe in Buffalo Grove. I mean, it, it depends on the location for sure, but we are still seeing the same issues across the board um, with inventory issues and very similar curves for sure.
0: So a couple things I want to talk about before we let you go here Dave. First of all, talk to me about the Schwabi group. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, hoping to have your uh agency grow um, what what are your specific plans for the new year regarding you and your team
1: yeah so we um we did quite a bit of growth when we came to compass. It's a great firm for us from a team perspective from technology. We're able to do so much more for our clients and for our agents and um with the success the agents on our team had last year, and certainly by the way, already having this this short year. Um, we pers- we uh, do project that we're going to add at least five more people to our team this year, and continue to grow. and It's a great opportunity if someone you know is wants to grow and wants a mentorship. We're able to offer some great opportunities for uh, for agents who want to grow their business. And and now, right. honestly, I think I've told you in the past, it, it it some people who have been in the business twenty years want to come to the team, and some people who are brand new want to come to the team. It really depends on what they're looking for.
0: Well, nice nice for you to have that balance, but. Let's let's extend that then out to the potential buyer or seller. You've you've mentioned it being a tight market for inventory, um, people needing to make decisions around interest rates and other things. What does it mean to a client to have the expertise, the size, the the support of Compass to work with a, a Schwabi Real Estate uh, Group? Because if it's a tight market, homes go fast. How do you and your agents help people? Yeah, so we actually have. Because of the size of the team, we're
1: getting a lot of firsthand knowledge on houses coming up early and availability, um, as well as because we're a team, we do a lot of volume. I'm close with a lot of the other teams and the other uh, large producers, and we do share information as far as, you know, what other houses might be coming up. Um, it's more of a, you know, be kind to each other sort of thing in the market. And um, so we're able to know from our own perspective uh, what's available, what's coming up, and offer that to our clients as well as from other top producers in the area that we obviously have 15, 20 years' experience with. Uh, And then what it extends to is if you have a buyer who's new, a buyer agent, and they're on the team, we're able to obviously help them quite a bit because they're getting the knowledge of of the team that, that allows to
0: help them. All right. Got a minute left before I let you go. I covered inventory prices, interest rates, things like that. Any any other little factors we should know about for 2023 new trends or anything else to look for? I think it's just a matter of
1: um, understanding. Working with someone, there's a lot of good agents out there, but just if you're a seller, work with someone with experience, understands staging, understands the market, understands the patients involved to make sure you get the most money for the house, and, and understands when to tell you it's time to sell, Right. Uh, same thing with buyers. Um, when you're working with an agent or a team of agents that understands what's going on, they're going to be able to inform you to make the decisions in the market no matter what's going on.
0: And, uh, David, the last thing I like to always do before I let you go, as you know, is let's get information for now, people who are interested, how they get a hold of you.
1: Sure. Uh, cell phone is 847-636-6747. And David at SchwabeGroup.com. You can go to the website, SchwabeGroup.com, which is
0: S-D-H-W-A-B-E group.com. David Schwabe, thanks for being with us. Uh, looking forward to conversations throughout 2023 and hope to have everyone join us each month for our episodes here on Your Home Buying Compass.